and welcome back to the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette Sports Department podcast. That's a long. If that were a headline, that'd be like that'd be like a double deck, forty eight point six columns wide, you know, huge headline. Double Arkansas track. Democrat Gazette Sports Department podcast. Okay, we're done. Our time's up, and we'll see you guys next week. Welcome to the pod. Welcome to the pod. I like that. Yeah. The pod. There you go. I think we ought to just call it the shop. How about okay. the shop? I like that. Like the old barber shop where you get your real knowledge of what's going on in the world. Anybody, any you guys ever do the barber shop anymore? You guys go. I know Rick. You go get your the fashionable. You know, you beautician. got the whole. You I got, got a beautician. beautician yeah. yeah, with the with the nice. You know, smells nice and all that. I still go to a real barber. Get the old straight edge. A- absolutely. When when we get done, he puts the hot lather on my neck with the straight razor and trims around. And and uh, here in Springdale, I won't mention the name of it, but anyway, it's it's uh, still has a barber pole outside. So I still go to the to the real to a real barber shop. Henry, what about you? Oh, I'm the the Mister Great Clips anymore. Okay. Okay. Does that mean you do it yourself, or what? What's, what is that? No, it's a place in Bentonville. Gotcha. So. Gotcha. Paul. Yeah. Yeah, still, there's a barber up in Bella Vista. There you go. Yeah. There you go. So, there, you know what? There's not many left uh, not nowadays. My, my wife did a story on that a few years back about, you know, barbers, and they're all, like, in their 80s now, you know, and there's not a lot of real barbers anymore. So, anyway, if uh, but that's where, when you were a kid, you know, Saturdays after a football game or something, that's where, you know, you'd always yep. go to the barber shop and, you know, discuss the game, cuss and discuss, you know, the game. Well, I mean, I go to beautician, and uh, you get a lot of gossip. A lot of, you know, things that I can go tell my wife. I got you. Instead of going back to the fence post, like the grandma, yeah. talk to the next uh, or the, door or neighbor. The old, or the old party line telephone. The old party, yeah. Hey, I'm trying to talk here. Get off. Yeah. Yeah, hey, I, I've been I've been there on those right there. You awesome. remember the party line, don't you? Oh, yeah. No, we didn't have a party if it, line. If it rings twice, it's yours. If it rings once, once. It's, it's the other ones or whatever. Yeah, that's the good old days. So we're here to talk about a little bit of everything. We kind of mix some sports in with it from, from time to time. We're also kind of talking about uh, 9-11. This is, this is uh, September the 11th. We're kind of talking about that and where, where you were that day when, uh, when the planes hit the, the towers in New York and then also the Pentagon in, in Washington. So um, talking a little bit about that. But uh, anyway, we were uh, going to talk about a little high school football, some week two was it week two that finished last week henry you're the you're the guy on that that is week two yeah it was week two it's the third week of the season but it was week two so um i know it's confusing which confuses us too but but week two of action had some uh, had some interesting games um i was at the springdale game uh on friday night and weather played a big factor in a lot of games uh, last week we had a lot of lightning delays and and uh, i had a lightning delay and a light delay or lack thereof at Springdale. My game didn't get started until 8.30. Um, uh, once the game got started, Springdale looked really good. They just absolutely rolled over Alma 37-7. to um, well, Tell us, uh, you introduced us in the headline and the story to Chop Sanders. Who is Chop Sanders? And that is that his real name? So his name is, again, like our podcast, the Arkansas, is really too, long. Too long. I'm uh, not even exactly sure, you know, how to pronounce it, so I'm not even going to try. So I don't know where he came up with the name Chops, but I'm going to find out because I'm going to do a feature story on him. Okay. But um, he's one of those kind of kids that you see on the football field and you're like, you know, wow, that kid looks really good in the uniform and great curb appeal. Well, he would fit that description. He is about 6'2", 6'3", and about 210 pounds, and uh, he looks the part of, you know, a college-level you know, football player. Um, he had a big game Friday. He, he had one sack, had another one, had several pressures. Quarterback got rid of the ball just before he could 
you know, get to him. And I talked to him a little bit after the game about that. And he said, yeah, I thought I was going to get a couple more, but the quarterback, you know, threw it away. Yeah. And, he, and then he said, and this is a, I mean, this is a very humble kick too. He goes, well, actually, I probably just got there a little bit too slow. You know, couldn't couldn't get to him. So, anyway, he had a big game. Defensively, Springdale, this is, they looked as good as I, you know, I can't imagine them playing any better. And, you know, I thought they'd take a significant hit when they lost Isaiah Nichols. You know, when he graduated mm-hmm. last year, he was a heck of a defensive player now in Arkansas. And you're thinking the defense would go down. But they, they absolutely dominated Alma. Alma's only touchdown that they got in the game came on a short field. They had a good punt return. And twice in that Alma scoring drive, Springdale forced turnovers but had 15-yard penalties that allowed Alma to keep the ball. Hey, and, well, you know, we talked about this earlier. How good is Springdale? But did, also, don't get too hyped up. Didn't they start 3-0 and last year? Uh, actually, yeah, I think 4-0, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so, how, how good are I, I think this year the big difference in Springdale is they're so, they're so well balanced. Um, they have a pretty good passing attack. And Garrett Vaughn, he's a big difference maker at running back. He's, you know, I think he's the best running back in, in the conference, in my opinion. Um, and he had another big game, 100, you know, 150 yards and, and three touchdowns. And the first one was on a pass. Um, they had two rushing touchdowns. Springdale came out. They dominated the second half. They they you know took the opening possession of, the, of I'm sorry stopped Alma on their opening possession of three and out and then got the ball and scored. Stopped them again. Got the ball and scored and then held them to a three and out again. So they just you know they went from a like a nine to seven halftime lead. It just ballooned quickly into twenty three to seven and then thirty to seven and thirty seven to seven. So they look pretty good. And, and Alma's I think Alma has a pretty good team. And they're zero and two. You know, they've yeah. lost to Van Buren, and now they've lost to Springdale. And I think Alma's still a pretty good team, and, and they will definitely be a factor in five A West. Now, speaking of winless teams, Bentonville West are they still a good team? What do you think, Henry? Oh, I didn't see them last week. Of course, I was in Shreveport, yeah. Louisiana, but uh, they got to get healthy. And uh, when you're missing a quarterback like Will Jarrett, missing a wide receiver like Jaden Jackson, who has major college offers you're going to take your licks a little bit uh we'll see come conference you know they get the open date this week but then going to conference play hopefully by that time they'll be good and healthy again and be the get a chance to uh make some noise in 7a west henry what is the status of will jared does uh, coach pratt think he'll be ready to go for for conference play he at the last report i talked to brian he said the ankle was still black and purple, but he was starting to, you know, he was still in the boot of time, but he was starting to get a little more mobile. So, again, we'll see what happens after this open week this week. I tell you, uh, a team that is good, unquestionably, is uh, Fort Smith Northside. Paul, Paul down there covered that game. What do you think, Paul, Fort Smith Northside? Man, that, uh, they, they looked, i tell you what, first quarter – Plus, it's a 17-14 ball game, and then zap, uh, you look up again, and then it's 39-14. I know, you know, Springdale's obviously a much, much improved team, but would you say, I, I think maybe Van Buren might be the most improved team in this area. They they are no question improved. Their offense, their little quarterback, they're able to move the ball down the field, uh, you know, a couple of times against a very athletic north side defense. Anthony Travis... Uh, that is, you know, you're talking about Chop Sanders as a, as one of those guys on defense. I mean, that guy was in in uh, in Van Buren's backfield a lot. Paul and I talked a little bit about that Friday night. We had a late conversation. My game didn't end until late uh, because of the weather, and we were talking about Travis. You know, he had 18 tackles the week before, and he had another big game Friday night. And when I talked to Coach Fleur, Mike Fleur last week, the Northside coach, 
he said, you know, this kid's flying under the radar. There's not a lot of colleges talking to him. And so he said, we're going to spend this week, this, this week, you know, compiling, you know, highlight video and start sending that out to, uh, to, to colleges because this kid can play at the next level. There's no question about that. Well, there won't be any. Uh, you can uh, watch last week's game film and find plenty of highlights. That, that's not a problem. And, you know, he's not the only one. Northside's got, you know, their secondary is fantastic to, to boot. I think that's how you pronounce his name, to boot. Uh, Greg Washington, you know, those are two, you know, kids that could, I think, absolutely play at the next level. You know, last year, Derek Wise played some defense, and I think he, he had maybe thought he was going to play some defense this year too, and, I mean, and he still it may do that. But their defense has been phenomenal, and, and uh, you know, we mentioned those three guys. There's, you know, several, several other ones that have played real well for them as well. How about the wide receiver that uh, Deuce uh, uh, found a lot? Yeah, well, they, they – he had four or five guys. I mean, he's, yeah. the the thing that you know we've said this a couple of years now about Derek Wise. He's a running back playing quarterback. Well, after watching him Friday, well, I, I think it's time to call him a quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he's fourteen out of sixteen passing. Made some really nice throws. Uh, made a big third and nineteen throw that turned into about a sixty yard gain because he put the ball where it needed to go. I mean, time to give him a little bit of credit. Obviously, yeah. his coaches said. He worked really hard in the offseason because he knew what he needed to get better at. Well, he's gotten better. He's, he's, he's a good player. I'm going to guess with him, probably the biggest thing with him last year was, you know, stay in the pocket for just a second and then take off, you know, because he's not used to being there. He's used to, you know, getting the ball and going. So I'm sure that's probably the biggest adjustment he's made this year and probably maybe where he's so much better is he's actually trusting his line to stay in the pocket a little bit and, and wait on that receiver to actually finish his route to get it to him. So. Well, and making better decisions. Like mm-hmm. you said, everything's slowing down. You know, they say the game slows down a bit. But he also has the the there's the threat of him to run. So if he can throw it and run it, and that, that makes him tough to handle. Now, I think Northside's one of the best teams in the state, but they will they get the week off this week. Then they will go to Bryant. We'll get to see how good they are. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. You know, Bryant's got Fayetteville this week. Yep. And then Northside the next week. You know, that's that's it's a pretty tough back to back for for Bryant. We'll see, and we will see what Bryant has as well. Yep. Absolutely. So Henry took the riverboat down to uh, to uh, not to New Orleans, but he went to Shreveport. He veered over um, east a little bit to Shreveport and went down and covered. Uh, Bentonville uh, against Aledo, Texas. Henry, you, Bentonville got to see a lot of Aledo, didn't they? A lot of it, and a lot of it they didn't want to see. Yeah. But Aledo is a very quality, very good team. They are. Um, the team were, you know, you can't make mistakes against a team like this because they will pounce on it. They will expose weaknesses. And uh, from the opening kickoff, Bentonville fumbled it out inside the 10. And I was well, you can maybe get that. Then four plays later through an interception, and things just started getting worse from there on. You know, you guys probably don't know this, and uh, but a few, a few years ago, Lido, Texas, beat some team. They, they put 90 points on them, and I don't even know who it was. And it was their third and fourth guys. And that apparent from that school filed a bullying lawsuit against the football program in Lido. That's you, ridiculous. Yeah, can you believe that? Well, you have to realize in, in Texas they don't have what what we have called the the sportsmanship they do not. rule. They do not. Uh, you just keep playing; the you clock keep playing keeps it. running. Uh, so, probably it was a good thing we had a running clock for part of the third quarter and all the fourth quarter, because you have to realize 
Texas high schools play under the NCAA rules. They do. Where Arkansas plays under the National Federation of High School Rules. Right. A little bit. There's a few things different, but, and it could make a difference. Right, right. Well, they, uh, you know, Texas, the philosophy is, you know, uh, don't blame my kids because your kids aren't good enough. You know, get better, work harder. You know, that, that's their philosophy. I second that emotion. Yeah. I like uh, that. But anyway, we, we all got a big laugh out of that, the, you know, the bullying uh, lawsuit against the football team because they beat one team, you know, too badly. So, you know, there, there you go. It's, uh, you know, well, my you, school you Arkansas over anything, I guess. My school Arkansas State got pounded by Alabama. We're not filing a bullying. No, they're not. No, we just got to get better. Gotcha. Well, they got to get better. I'm not Work harder, team. get better. I yeah. think they, I think they cashed that check. Though. They cashed that check. <laughs> they sure did. And they didn't get anybody hurt. Springdale Harbor went on the road Friday night down to Russellville and uh, and and uh, played pretty well. Uh, got their run game going. Uh, Max Pena, he was his first start, sophomore, and uh, I think you're going to see a lot more of that from Harbor. You're going to see a lot more sophomores uh, get playing time for Harbor. So this might be a year the Wildcats, you know, going to have, you know, going to be real young, and, and that'll probably show in some games. But then you're going to have some games like they played Friday night, where you know that that youth from great great teams at Central, you know, uh, Springdale Central Junior High, I think they went undefeated two or three years in a row, and so Harbor's starting to get some benefit of that of those teams in Pena. Would, be, would fit that mold. So I think you'll see a little bit more of that. Um, Harbor goes to Pine Bluff this Friday night, and they're going to start a sophomore quarterback. Their normal quarterback, Blaze Wishing, was injured in that okay. game against Russellville. And uh, they kind of got through that game. I think even uh, Coach uh, Wood's son, Hunter, uh, saw a little time at quarterback. But this week they're going to go with a sophomore. So um, you know, we'll see how that goes. Pine Bluff is, of course, ranked number one in Class 6A. So this will be the second number one team that – Harbor has played in its non-conference. They played Pulaski Academy in week one, which is number one in 5A. This week they get Pine Bluff number one in 6A. So you say what you want to. Harbor, they do not shy away from good teams. And one, one thing, because I've worked down at Pine Bluff for, for a couple of years, and Pine Bluff can be intimidating uh, with, with the way they come out of the locker room. They got them little zebra pads and everything. And um, so you can't get behind early and get intimidated and let the, the Pine Bluff crowd very energetic down there. But I think Harbor will go down there and, and, and take care of business. But Pine Bluff is a good, good 6A school. So go down there and uh, don't uh, let your mind wander. Just be focused what's going out on the field and, and uh, hopefully they'll come away with the win. If, if you may, if I may, I'd like to go to uh, 5A, Farmington. Um, wow, I, talked to, I talked to Coach Adams at the beginning of the year and and you know they only won what four games last year right. and, he, and he said man we got to get better on defense because he said they gave up like uh, 35 points a game um in conference play on defense now grab it grab it's going through a transition new coach but farmington 40 to 2 over grab it i thought they were a really good showing by Farmington cardinals and they're, they're yeah they're off to a, to a two and zero start two very impressive wins for them but you can't start talk about the 5a west paul unless you talk about harrison harrison uh, I think is going to be the team to beat in that conference, especially after the injuries at Morlton. You know, I know they're losing their quarterback, um, you know, before the season even started. Morlton w- was the favorite. Um, but, man, Harrison is off to a good start. They're, Harrison's a good football team. They're an outstanding football team. they got a, they got a good quarterback in Ben Johnson and obviously uh, Gabe Husky, who we've talked about and will continue to talk about. He, uh, you know, he catch passes out of the backfield, runs the ball, shows some quickness, some uh, and a little strength, can be able to break tackles. Uh, they're 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 a really really good football team. 
you know, one thing we talked about Moralton and, and justifiably so, they had a good team, but Harrison beat that Moralton team a year ago. They did. So they did. Uh, definitely a contender for a state title. And you know, while we're talking about the five A West, you know, Alma's zero two, but I think Alma's a pretty good team. They've you know they they played Van Buren, which that, I think Van Buren had you know had been working on that game for ever since they hired Casey Dick in the spring. They had you know you know just been all their focus on that game and. Um, and then Alma, you know, last week at Springdale, you know, Springdale's obviously a much better team. Um, six transfers from Harbor made, you know, has made a big difference for them as well. Uh, they were already going to be pretty good. They had Garrett Vaughn coming back. Um, so they're already going to be pretty good. That just you know, made them a little better. So you look at Alma, they're 0-2, but they're they're a deceiving 0-2. And Alma, you know, Coach Lothridge there does a great job, and they'll they'll be in that mm-hmm. – they'll be in that fight to the end. You can count on that. Yeah, another team that uh... – Obviously, uh, bounced back strong is Greenwood. They, yes, they didn't did. keep yep. them. Uh, no. they, they they lost to Northside, but uh, took on the other side of uh, Fort Smith and uh, fared a little bit better this past week. I think I, I talked to Coach Williams about that earlier in the week, and he said, you know, Greenwood doesn't lose two in a row very often, and um, and they they didn't they didn't lose two in a row because they they did get a bounce back. Went in a big, you know, just put a lot of points on the board. Typical typical Greenwood. They you know offensively, you know, Rick Jones he doesn't have a lot of peers. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about 4A a little bit. Uh, the 4A1 um, in the, you know in, in recent years has been dominated by Pea Ridge and Prairie Grove and Shiloh Christian. Well, this year, you know, Pea Ridge lost a lot of seniors from that team. You know, last year they had won so many games, had been to the semis three years in a row, the finals. Um, you know, and had, were really really good. Um, this year they're kind of breaking in a whole lot of new players. Uh, same at Prairie Grove. They I think this is the fourth or fifth. St- Different quarterback they've had in four or five years, mm-hmm. you know, losing some really good seniors, so they, you know, they've struggled a little bit. Dardanelle, you know, took it to them pretty, pretty good Friday, but a team that we didn't talk a lot about was Shallow Christian. They, um, you know, they were in that. You know, last year they beat Pea Ridge, and I don't know that we we gave them a lot of credit coming into the season because we knew that you know they were going to have a new quarterback and everything. And although they did lose to Texarkana in the season opener, I think we have found out Texarkana is a pretty good team. Yeah. And Shiloh put 30-some-odd points on them in that game. Then last week they went to Truman and just and just rolled over Truman. Uh, I think it was 35-7, something like that. So Shiloh Christian, they're, they're going to be a lot better team, I think, than a lot of people may have thought they were going to be in that 4A1 conference. Well, it looked like they got their passing game back in order uh... – Eli Reese is uh, 12 of 18, 201 yards. Um, who else they got? Talat, is that how you say Talet, it? Talat, yep. Yeah. So, um, and Truman is not one of the better teams in East Arkansas, are they, Paul? No, I, but I, I think they have been at least a playoff team okay. in the last couple of years now, not one or two, I don't believe. But, but yes, I mean, obviously maybe we weren't giving Shallow Christian quite the credit, at least in the preseason, but they're – they're proving it on the field. At this yeah, point. they are able to put some points on the board. Um, had a chance to visit this week. Also, we're going to. I'm going to skip all the way down to Class Two A. Had a chance to visit this week with Nick Brill. Nick is the new head coach at Johnson County Westside. Yep. And I know when I say Johnson County Westside, that doesn't pop up on anybody's radar as being a, a, a team to watch. And, and they're you know and they're not there yet. But they had a big win Friday night against Two Rivers. They they won 48 to six. Um, but I had a chance to visit with Coach Brill. Now he was a Billy Dawson. Disciple, he coached under Coach Dawson at Russellville. Okay, and he's trying to adopt a lot of those same philosophies that Coach Dawson has implemented. And one of them 
that we talked about this week, you know, they got absolutely hammered by Cedarville in season opener, 50 mm-hmm. to nothing. I mean, they, they got yep. beat in every way imaginable. And so I asked Coach Brill, I said, well, Coach, how did you keep the players focused after, you know, losing that big in the opener? Because it would have been easy for them to say, well, here we go again. You know, we're going to mm-hmm. get hammered again, and, and uh, you know, it's going to be another one of those seasons. And he said, well, it's, you know, it's just something I picked up from Coach Dawson that win or lose, you have to go to work the next day. And, and you have to continue to work hard, and you have to be on an even keel, and you can't you, know, you can't get too high about a win, and you can't get too low about a loss. You just got to keep your nose down and just keep working and keep plugging. And uh, he was able to get the players to buy into that. And he's excited over there. It's his first head coaching job. You know, he came over from Russellville. They got new uniforms. They got new helmets. They got a, even got a new logo. They're still the Rebels, but they got a new yeah. logo. And he said, you know, we're, we're not there. We're, we're just trying to make little steps in that right direction. But the players – are buying in. They got about about twenty players out, which is a good number for for them for that size of a school. So anyway, I was, I was happy for him, and he's a you know just a young guy trying to you know trying to you know figure it out. And, and uh, well, they got to work. Just think of that. You go from a fifty to nothing loss, and five days later you go out there and win, or seven days later, forty eight to eight. That's a big swing. I can't add, but that's a like ninety point swing right yeah, there. So. Yeah. Good for them. Well, good for them. Maybe I, I tell you what, another team that that, that pretty excited I, from talking to their coach is the Mansfield Tigers. That's right. Mansfield three and zero for the first time since two thousand and eight. Wow. Uh, hey, and that quarterback uh, I did preview on him, Ethan Stoball. They're really higher on him. Absolutely. Uh, you know, three and zero for the first time since two thousand eight. I looked; they were two and eight last year, so they've already won more games. That's what it's all about, and uh, so they're gonna they get a they get a bye week this week, and then get into conference play. So it'll be interesting to follow them to see if they can continue that success. Hey, one game I want to mention, and we can't get, be everywhere. We got so many schools, but I would love to been at that Boonville Potts Pottsville game. Went down to failed two point conversion. Boonville held on twenty eight twenty six. They got a backup quarterback, so you know they're facing a little adversity, but. That sounded like a, a great game to be at. And this just in the Bearcats are three and zero. Yep, Bearcats are three and zero. So they'll, you know, I don't, nothing's changed for them. It's just you know they, they do have a different quarterback, but they're still Boonville. And you know what they've been doing. We talked about this when when Brandon Ulmer went down. Obviously, a huge loss for, for them. But that, but Carson Ray, Carson Ray, he just yep. he you know he just he he's he's like his dad. You know, dad his dad was Gator Ray. And uh, you know, was a big time player for Boonville back, you know, in the early, in the you know, long while ago, the early yeah. 2000s or whatever. Um, and he's like his dad; he's you know, just a quiet kid, and he just is a. He's what back in the old days, or what we he he's just a football player. Yeah, that's what he is, and and uh, he doesn't do a lot of talking, but he his play on the field does a, a whole lot of talking. So good for good for Boonville. You know, they're they're good like we thought they would be. Um, so. Anyway, got some big games this week too. Got some teams, in, you know, trying to get that last buy in this week before conference play. This is the last week teams can get that buy uh, because of the new zero week and whatever. So they're taking a lot of them are taking this week as their buy week. And, and uh, you know, we talked about Northside men off this week. Uh, you know, Fayetteville was off last week, and Fayetteville's got a big game down in Bryant Friday yep. night. Um, and so they're going to be looking to go to three and zero going into conference play. So got some good games on tap this week. Um, that's about it for, for the podcast this week. Uh, thank you for joining us. We ask that you join us, you know, every week on on the sh- at the shop. At the um, shop, yep. And uh, just, you know, 
uh, get the Democrat Gazette, we have you know full coverage of uh, not only do we have coverage of all the games, we have previews uh, for the games and uh, a lot of good coverage there, uh, as well as feature stories, stats, standings, and, and all that kind of stuff. Everything you want to know about a high school uh, high school football, we have it. Uh, so be sure and get that or catch it online at nwadg.com. So that's it for this week, and we'll see you at a football field near you.